Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, I'll be honest. I have no idea what anyone who wore a Patriots uniform on the night that they wore the color rush blue tops and matched them up to the silver pants. I have no idea what anyone who wore that outfit, who helped plan the game, who helped practice all week, when you had an extra day of practice, I have no idea what anyone who threw the ball, protected the quarterback, tried to stop the other team from running, I have no idea what any of them possibly was thinking, let alone doing tonight. And that goes from... Sucking? That goes from (laughs) running backs to receivers, to defensive backs, to linemen, especially all the way up to head coach. That was one of the most embarrassing, lopsided throttlings and ass-kickings I have seen the Patriots take at Gillette Stadium that didn't involve either Josh Allen or Shannon Sharp. Somebody probably should have gotten on the phone and said, Tell the president to call the National Guard because Matt Eberflus is kicking your ass. What Matt Aber apparently Matt Eberflus has all the keys to stopping Patriots quarterbacks, stymieing Mac Jones, continuing with what he did last year when he was the defensive coordinator of the Indianapolis Colts. What a disgusting, disgusting football game. Ooh, disgusting. Yeah. I don't I'm disagree. Mad. Well, you I, should be. I, I, Your team no. fell on its face. The last couple of weeks, we have opened this show talking about you distance yourself. You're not as bad as the Lions. You're not even as mediocre as the Browns. Well, you know what you were tonight? Not nearly as good as the Chicago Bears. The two and four Bears with Justin 54% fields who can run and not really throw or not really score came into Gillette Stadium and whooped, whooped your ass. ass. Unbelievably so. Um, this the is Bears the- put up nine points a week and a half ago against the Washington Commanders, and they just took a mercy knee at the end of the game to oh, stop yeah. themselves from scoring 40, 40 on yeah. the New England Patriots yeah. in a game that started out flatter for the New England Patriots than Kyrie Irving's earth, oh. with Mac Jones coming out in the worst-case scenario that you and I outlined on the Six Rings pod last week. As expected. What's the worst thing that could happen for the Patriots? You do start Mac. He's kind of not ready. The home crowd is antsy. And Mac Jones goes three and out, three and out interception. What did he do, Andy? Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. And what do we win for that? a loser. Two hours and 40 more minutes of being angry on the radio, frustration in Foxborough, and taking your calls at 617-779-7937. Your old pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens, Andy Jumbo Hart here with you until 2 a.m. tonight on the Six Rings postgame show after what was a... I'll I'll say I'll say dismal start, exhilarating interlude, and then ghastly finish. Yeah, that exhilarating didn't last long. It's almost like Bailey Zappi had this little bit of reserve in the tank and was able to come out and you know like swing out of his shoes like Lil Joe and Mike Tyson's punch out for a couple rounds, land a couple haymakers, and then then what? There was no plan after that. No. They went. They came in, took advantage of some mismatches and blown coverages, went deep, got aggressive with the play calling. 10-0 after Max, three and out, three and out interception. 
led to this 10 nothing, and then all of a sudden now it's 14-10, and then the wheels came off. Oh, but the wheels just didn't come off, Andy. Guess what else? What? The axles split the undercarriage so that the transmission started spraying fluid all over the road. Pretty sure the the engine fell out about a mile back. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was awful. That was truly, it went from. Yeah, the thumbs up list will be very short. It's, who? Save it for later. We don't need to jump all the time. I understand. Two and a half hours. Pace yourself. But it's so, it's like, how upsetting. What the. How truly frustrating, how truly upsetting to watch Bill Belichick who has had this mastery for decades whenever he goes up against well, well i mean you call if, tom if brady mastery if we're all going to if we're going to be completely honest well, now they both right? have a losing record i was going to so. say if we're going to be completely honest that game was on par and on brand for week 7 and just the 2022 season on the whole yesterday aaron rodgers big favorite comeback game for the packers gets Loses to an XFL quarterback. Tom Brady's a 13-point favorite in Carolina. They trade their best receiver, their running back, they fire their coach, and they bench their first-round quarterback. What does an XFL quarterback do? Beat Brady by 18. And tonight, the Pats are almost a nine-point favorite at home against one of the most offensively anemic teams in the NFL with a bad rushing defense and a decent secondary at best with a rookie head coach. And they come out, and they absolutely throttle and dismantle the Patriots. I mean, what what was it that the Bears couldn't do? Run to the left? Sure. Run to the right? Yep. Justin Fields, boot left, boot right, up the gut on third down. Whatever they needed to do, and that's what's going to get lost in the zappy Mac Jones quarterback controversy talk because, by the way, people, you officially have a quarterback controversy. That we made. You offi- and No, 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 we didn't. No, excuse me, not we. I, William I Belichick yep. made, created, and established this quarterback controversy. But all that talk is useless because the story of the game for me... That was me, not a scotch, by the way. I just want everyone to know in case they heard that. Sure it wasn't. It was, was an iced coffee. Someone's probably listening at home like... Well, you Fitzy, should drink. Fitzy's hitting the sad sauce But the, the quarterback talk is useless right now because your defense sucked. That's the thing, Andy. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Sucked. You know, like the you should have left Mac in crowd. They have a voice it right now. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is because your defense couldn't it stop a team. It doesn't matter who your quarterback is pulse. because your defense sucked, and that's the bottom line. Really? No, great point. It doesn't matter how much the, how the much the QBs will get all the talk. That's going to yes. be headlines and talk and Belichick questions. Well, and- that's so basic. If we're going to make it all about the quarterbacks, then that's ridiculous. You either should have start, started Mac, left him in, or should have started Zappy. Nah, he's too smart for that. You got to play both. You got to put out rumors before the game that Ugh. both are going to play. He's is Robert playing... Kraft going to call Stephen A. Smith tomorrow and tell him that was the he's plan? He's playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers. Oh, Although the bad news blank is, blank your chessboard. Matt Eberflus was playing football and he kicked your ass in football tonight. <laughs> Forget about chess or checkers, Bill Belichick. Did you? Did you possibly? Did you in the in the Andy Hartron, if you will, where no. you run the simulations, where no. you play the games out? where you try to be much more objective, not even contrarian, I'll give you legitimately objective to the super fans, to the fraud squad, to the honks and the pajama wearers like myself. Did you ever possibly see it playing out like this? No, because I didn't envision a scenario where the Bears absolutely controlled the game from start to finish. You said it. There was the little zappy hiccup there. The yes, interlude. it was an interlude. And, but they con- and that only really came because of batted ball interception. Really, yep. that's what caused that. The, the second touchdown drive from Zappi was a short field. Matt Judon bats a ball. Miles Bryant catches mm-hmm. it. You get a short field. You take advantage. Okay, great. 
But other than that, the Bears did what they wanted on third down. They marched up and down the field. They were 10 and 15 at the the end of the third quarter. Justin Fields played a really solid game. Some ugly throws. He still has some throws where you're like, wow. But he ran when he needed to run. Some of them designed. Ran when he needed to run. It's only 1130, Andy. Ran when he needed to run. Not when he needed to run. Sure you want some of that iced coffee <laughs> yeah, I got over here? Yeah, pass that over here. But, but he, he controlled. I thought if the Bears had a shot, and mm-hmm. every team has a shot, especially this it's, year. It's 2022. And I Everyone said before the game, all these people, including us, mm-hmm. on six rings, who didn't give the Bears a chance, and it's like, ah, oh, they're the Bears. Ah, oh, you could do You were one game ahead of the Bears. Like, you had three wins. They had two. Who the bleep are you to just pencil in wins and assume they suck when you're not good enough to assume any? Oh, and they have soft wins? What are yours, rock hard? No, you're soft wins too, Patriots. So we should, but I thought if the Bears would win, it would be like both teams run the ball so it stays low scoring and then Fields breaks off an 80-yard run like, oh my God, one play swung the game that you controlled. The Bears controlled the game from essentially start to finish, and I never envisioned that happening, ever. No, they were they were the dominant team from Imagine the opening that. kickoff. The Patriots got dominated by the Bears on Monday Night Football in their house with two healthy quarterbacks. You got to pick who you wanted to play quarterback, Bill Belichick. You're not stuck with Zappy. Oh, man, the, the wheels fell off the Zappy train. It's too bad they didn't have Mac back. Nope. Mac was standing on the sideline, and Bill Belichick told ESPN at halftime the plan was to play both of them in the first half and that both would indeed play in the second half. Mac never played again. Mac was on the sideline the entirety of the second half, and Bailey Zappi, who's short, I know, because when I did the interview last week or whatever, when he's not that much taller than I am, the batted ball started to become an issue. Got a batted ball pick, got another batted ball that could have been picked, then he had a second pick on just a bad decision and throw. Oh, by the way, Mac had a bad decision and throw as well for his soft interception. Ran himself into I could see what Belichick may have been thinking because he ran himself into a couple of pressures. It was another one of those backpedaling interceptions that he's that he's thrown Terrible. earlier in the season that he threw a couple times last year, not stepping into it. At least Bailey Zappi's, not that they were like good interceptions, but he was trying to throw the ball like he was stepping into his throws the balls get batted one was a bad one that he where he didn't lead Tyquan Thornton appropriately and the the cornerback read it and just jumped the route there towards the end of the game but at that point diminishing returns it didn't even really matter how about this for Bill Belichick not only now has he helped create this quarterback controversy Andy by starting Mac then pulling him then replacing him with Zappy then leaving him in there as the crowd as you, as you like to call us, the fraud squad, the Fairweather Foxborough fans, start chanting zappy, zappy, and they're booing Mac Jones in the first quarter, which was just mind-blowing. How are you fraud squatters just, feeling now? Because zappy didn't look great in the second half. How about half. this? Bill Belichick, who tries to overtake last week by beating the Browns. Remember when that happened? I liked it better back eight and a half days ago. That was way more fun. He ties George Papa Bear Hallis all time three hundred twenty four wins. Still tied with George Hallis. Over my win. dead body. <laughs> you ain't getting that win. Again. Literally, he's dead. Yeah, literally he's beat his dead body. Uh, he may have coached a better game tonight. So still tied with him. How about this, Andy? First time the Chicago Bears have beaten the New England Patriots this century. They okay. have not beaten the Patriots since the twenty first century began, and that's the first win. In Foxborough for the Chicago Bears franchise against the New England Patriots. Yeah, little known fact. How about all of that? There is just so much stink on this loss right now. Bury like, it. I, I hate to say it. I don't know if this is a, well, don't worry about it. They're fits. They'll rally around them and they'll find a way to 
Turn that l- bucket of lemons into lemonade, if not shandies. Yeah, need a lot of sugar. That <laughs> a lot of sugar. I mean, that feel that one right there feels like a every single person needs to question themselves. Oh, they're not going six and zero oh in the soft spot and the soft stretch of the schedule. This was the soft. Spot no, I know. Because guess what? How many wins do the Jets have? And I don't think the Jets are a great team. Uh, they got the, five wins. You mean the Jets, by the way, who have five wins? who just suffered a season-ending loss to their star rookie running back and an offensive lineman. So what did they do? Proactively went out and got an excellent running back who was made available by the Jacksonville Jaguars. James Robinson, if you, in yeah. case you missed it, Pats fans, traded from Jacksonville to the Jets so they will have a lead back Sunday when the Patriots, now in turmoil at 3-4, and four, so make their way to Jet Life Stadium, and that place is going to be like a green-colored Mordor on Sunday. This just hit me because, obviously, ESPN, Monday Night Football, they're now on SportsCenter waiting for Bill Belichick to come to the podium, so they showed Bill Belichick's podium session. And in the background, there's two sponsors for Bill Belichick's podium session. Mm -hmm. One of them is our good friend from Zudi. I can spell it, Z-U-D-Y, and I don't do live reads for them all the time. And I should have everyone know that tonight's edition of the Six Rings postgame show is brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week, Andy. Visit Zudi. That's Z. U-D-Y dot com for your free trial. The other sponsor mm-hmm. is, ironically enough, mm-hmm. Mac Jones's sponsor, No Noble, <laughs> which on so many levels is funny. A, Mac Jones is the spokesman for that company who you decided no longer plays, and B, the irony of Bill Belichick standing in front of a sign that says no bull when he is about to spew nothing but bull to us because bull has been spewed nonstop about this whole Mac Jones situation for weeks now. Weeks. There was not a quarterback controversy. Oh, there is. I I rode the wave of zappy fever. I had the fever. I understand it. I, I enjoyed it just like every other fan, just like other media members who, who saw that the season turned around, that it got juiced, that it was electrified. But that's because the team played better. They also played mediocre opponents, and the kid had the moxie, had that little something extra, just like he brought in tonight when he came off the bench and led him to two immediate touchdown drives. Andy, I was... That was fun, by the way. I that did. was exciting I, for, I, like, that little short span there. I'll tell you straight up, you've been down there for a lot of the big wins, playoffs, punching the ticket to the Super Bowl. Yep. It legitimately felt like the Patriots, when he threw that second touchdown, that place went as blank house as I had ever seen it. Like, we're talking, like, the Patriots just won a playoff game, the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. It was nuts. And I'm sure people that were down there who happened to call in tonight, 617-779-7937, can share that shared enthusiasm that we experienced down there just a few short hours ago. And then, I don't know, it wasn't just the botched handoff on the RPO to Jacoby Myers. By the way, that was a shared faux pas, would you say, yay or nay? Partly uh, on Jacoby Myers, partly mesh. on Zappi. I don't know who was in the wrong spot. There was there was, was a, a bad dedicated handoff. There. Was it an RPO, bad mesh in, No, no, in no, general? that was a, that was a handoff. And okay. um, he kind of, I thought, Troy Aikman said it was a little high. Then he said... Mm-hmm that Jacoby Myers didn't have a running back's pocket, but he had the inside elbow up. I thought, actually, Zappi kind of went out the other side, so to speak. It was mm-hmm. too far towards the line There it is scrimmage. right there again uh, on the television. I'm going to ask you a question, though. Go right so ahead. Troy Aikman brought up the fact, like, uh, you know, that's not a running back. This is a weird play. you got to rep this during the week. Did Zappi get any reps? Because all we heard reported late in mm-hmm. the week from Crapsheet, Ian Rappaport, and Florio was that Mac Jones – took 90 to 95% of the first team reps late I heard in the week. words like bulk and majority of. Okay. 
So maybe Zappi didn't get any reps running that damn play. Because Bill told me once, you can't get two quarterbacks ready. He told me that a long time ago in 2001. Straight up, Bill told you you can't get two quarterbacks ready. 100%. That's why Tom Brady was made the starter and Drew Bledsoe stopped getting reps. And now you got one guy ready to start, and then you yanked him in the first quarter and played the other guy the rest of the game. No, you had a plan where you were going to play the other guy, which he told Lisa Salters if he's covering his ass or if he's just doing – if he's – I think he's lost his mind. Jazz speak? I mean, honestly, is Bill Belichick just, like, doing jazz coaching at this point? Just sort of, like, making it up as he goes? I would never have thought. When would Bill Belichick ever tell you with a straight face, yeah, we're going to play two quarterbacks tonight? Like, if one of them is Chris Leak and the other is Tim Tebow, if the if one is Jeff George and the other is Mike Vick and you have certain scenarios in which you need, you know, a cannon for an arm and you need uh, somebody who's Olympic in their speed and fleet of foot, sure. But Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones are ultimately so similar. Mm. People have been making jokes about the fact that one looks like they were cast to play the other in a movie. And they're both potentially, and I've been saying this for a while now, I think the concern is you have two meh quarterbacks. And maybe Bill is realizing you have two meh quarterbacks and was trying to continue to find out if the second meh wasn't as meh as the first meh. And now they're just meh. You know what they also are? What? Three and four, last place in the AFC East. Well entrenched now. No, no, like tiebreaker. Oh, that's not fair. Nope. Don't worry You're about a it. last place football mm-hmm. team that isn't playing good football based off of this game. And I know we you can't make these grand. Oh, we were praising them for two wins in a row. Yeah, these are the teams that we were starting to tell ourselves they're supposed to beat. You're better than these. You're 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 the king of the dip poos, as I mm-hmm. like to say. You're not way down there. Tonight, you looked like you were way down there. Way. I just the. the Easily the worst loss of the season. Oh, three yeah. wins and four losses. This is one of the worst losses I can remember. This is worse the way than it the, happened. This is you worse were than the dominated. Buffalo loss. There's no fluke. Tell me the fluke. Was there any fluke? Any flukiness? Give me, give me any fluke that you could Nay. say. Well, if that Nay. hadn't happened, Nary, uh, you got your ass whooped. Yeah, by a team that was at times this year offensively inept. Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't inept against you. They marched up and down the field five straight. You made it 14-10. You got a little zap of electricity into the offense from mm-hmm. Zappy, and then Justin Fields said. Nah, score, 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 score. Five straight scoring drives from the second quarter into the fourth quarter. Name another game yesterday. Name another team all season long that has been able to score five consecutive drives. If there is one, if there are some. There are some. They're called like the Chiefs and the Bills. and Not the Bears. Not a second-year quarterback who completes 54% of his passes. The Bears. Who throws more interceptions than touchdowns. Who gets sacked one out of every five times he dropped back. Who was com- who was completely lost, just like I mentioned a week and a half ago against the Washington Commanders at home, in a, another one of those turtle mating Thursday night football games, and now all of a sudden the Bears come out tonight, a dominant line of scrimmage established in their running game. Justin Fields, the escapability, his pocket presence, darting left, darting right, no spy to be found anywhere. No spy to be found anywhere. Yeah, I no. wouldn't trust anybody to spy anyway. Because I told you when we were watching the game, I think some of these come down to why does Lamar beat you, great athlete? Why does Justin Fields beat you? Why do running quarterbacks give Belichick defenses problems? The RPO and running quarterbacks. He doesn't have any athletes on the field. Like, you guys, you fraud squatters. Oh, here we go. All talked yourselves into, okay. woo, Mac Wilson. We got Mac Wilson from the Browns. Oh, yeah. The Browns didn't want him to play. If the Browns said our defense isn't very good, 
and we don't want this guy. We sold ourselves on that bill of goods. Uh, and He's Cam fine. McGrone, He's glorified... where's he? Cam McGrown making plays for oh, you. I have, I have already. Got... Uh, to buy. I had to, to get buy a new a. pair of shoes. I walked so many laps of shame for Cameron McGrone and thinking that he was going to make a difference on this defense. So it's shame just, on throw all your rotten tomatoes and heads of lettuce at me. You want shame on me. Miles Bryant's out there a lot. Yeah. He, oh, we got a Miles Bryant out there. Yes, Mac because Wilson, Matt Judon tipped like, it. To, oh, you, yeah. You have a handful of elite defenders tops or above average defenders on this Patriots defense. They're not all able to come together and stop a team that has decided they are going to come out and punch you in the mouth and dominate the line of scrimmage, assert their will and dictate the tone and pace and tempo of this game. And then here's the more dis, here's the more alarming, here's the more dismaying part. Gentle friends of Patriots Nation out there. On offense, the Patriots powerhouse running game, which sort of didn't come to life the way we thought it would against a previously bottom five rushing defense in Cleveland. But hey, we were okay with it because Zappy Fever gave us three ten and a couple of tutties out at the mistake by the lake, right? Well, this week they faced yet another bottom five rushing defense. And what happened? The Bears bottled them up. Damian Harris, non factor. Ramondre Stevenson. Mildly ineffective yet again. I know he compiled enough yeah, stats. Numbers. Enough stats that maybe if you needed a couple of points from the Ramonster tonight, you may have won your fantasy matchup. Guess what? In reality, save for that nice read from Bailey Zappi early on where he hit Ramondre Stevenson on the wheel route, guess what? Not that effective. And there, like, and there was no other change of pace back. No. Devontae no. And we Par- thought Devon- they were going to come in and run the ball. Bears yeah. were 29th in the league, giving up 4.8 yards per carry. You never... That's I what I keep going back to. I didn't control. see one run over five yards. Control. You never controlled anything. Even the little spurt there was a couple big plays from Zappy. right? Boom, he gets it down the field to Devontae Parker. Woo-hoo, we're feeling good, feeling good. But, like, it's a beautiful throw. Great anything. catch. You never controlled anything on that football field for 60 minutes. If you were in control, if this was your game, if the energy and momentum – created by Bailey Zappi being introduced into the game after Mac Jones going three and out, three and out, and interception. If that was to ignite a spark on the team to lead a turnaround and help the Patriots wrest control from the Bears, then they greased it and gave it up to them as if it were a light pole in Philadelphia following the NLCS, Andy, because the Bears come right out afterwards, zing, right straight down the field, touchdown, then the botched handoff from Bailey Zappi, to Jacoby Myers, doong, ta, field goal. Now it's 20 to 14, and everyone's a little uneasy in the halftime, but hey, the Richard Seymour thing is happening tonight, and he's getting his ring, and he's going to say, go Pats, and we're going to rally around that. Nope, you kick off to the Bears. They go right down the field. They get a field goal, and the Patriots are incredibly ineffective on offense, basically the rest of the way. You know what I keep going back to in my head <sighs> is that soundbite from uh, the water boy. Oh no, we suck again. I know we we fall back. Ba- no, but now head. we actually might. No, I know. That's my point. You, I know. You know. You I just know. got absolute mauled by the Bears. The Bears. Well, that Not happens. even Bears, Bears fans thought they were good. No, or thought they had. A I chance. was texting with a Bears like, friend tonight who was just like, "I I can't believe this. I didn't see this happening. No one did. If you had gotten truth serum into Justin Fields and Matt Eberflus, they wouldn't have seen this happening. Do the lines think- are full. I want to get all your calls, people, but we got to pay the bills, and then Belichick's going to speak. So please, if you're on the ho- if you're on hold right now, if you're home, if you're uh, currently sitting in the parking lot, like oh, I can't believe I got to sit in traffic for two hours. If you're in that traffic, uh, your please mistake, hold. You went. We're with you till t- <laughs> Andy. <laughs> We're here for them. 
Like the line says every week in and the it promo. Sucked. I'm commiserating. We, I know. Whether we celebrate or commiserate, we do it together. We are currently right. we are currently in commiseration nation together. Yes. But I wonder if some of the the momentum or the mm-hmm. energy from the Zappy supporters is lost by the way he faded as that game went on. And he did. He absolutely faded as that game went on. And you wonder also if the Mac stands, if the Mac attackers, if you will, if Mac Jones fans are people that just wanted to see him start because logically a good quarterback like that last year who had that kind of rookie season maybe should have been allowed to start and keep playing. Maybe they have a voice and should be heard as well. We will hear from all of you. We're going to have a quick break right now. Come back. We'll take your calls. Six Rings Post Game Show here with Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Don't go anywhere. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. A thoroughly delightful, engaging, and charming Bill Belichick at the podium tonight following the Patriots' lopsided defeat at home against the Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football. You know, in the future, uh, Terp, producer Justin Terp, maybe we could ready something like 1950s-like you know, vacuum cleaner infomercial music or like the I Dream of Genie theme or something to play underneath. Something that just sort of sparkles and mirrors the coach's job. Here comes Bill Belichick to the podium. What were the circumstances? The circumstances. Yeah, he just laughed. The circuit, like... like what, the, the game, what the day. We went, through, we, we went through the week. Yeah, we know you went through the week. You didn't die midweek. You actually made it through the week, but you didn't answer anything. The one thing he did answer is that the plan to go with both quarterbacks was related to Max Health. Right. So which you can understand that they didn't want to put but why do you Actually I can't. Why, why? No. I can't. Cuz if what? he's cleared to play, uh-huh. then play him. If he's not cleared to play, then like all the Zappy fans wanted, wait another week and play him on the road against the Jets where he can't possibly be booed off his home turf like he did tonight because you put him out there when he's not at full health. And then Zappy got the cheers and Matt got booed in the first quarter. Matt Matt for it was almost like your it was people. predictable. Yeah. You Fraud, know those. The fraud squads. People. Yeah. Guy uh, took you to the playoffs a year ago as a Pro Bowl first-round rookie, mm-hmm. and you're booing him off his home oh, turf. What about the relationship that went sideways? What about needing to— oh, I don't uh, care about that because your relationship sh- went sideways with him as fans to I quarterback. I never said— I don't know. that's gone 2-0 and and they're calling it Zappy Hour and all that other stuff. You know Zappy's still undefeated, right? Because the mm-hmm. starting quarterback gets the credit. He gets the L. How about that? You know, Andy, there have been a lot of callers hanging patiently. i got to get to one before the break. Just as a sign of good faith to let people know that we're we are coming here for, for them. You. We're coming for you. Or we're here for you. Aaron, you're the first one up tonight real quick uh, in Fall River. Let's talk here on the Six Rings Post Game Show. How are you, pal? Yeah, I'm not doing too good. I, I've never seen a two-quarterback situation like that work out. 
in college they've tried that. It just it never works. It's, it's embarrassing for him to say that they, they actually plan that. I'm sure Bill Belichick, Aaron, great point. Um, not dismissing, please stay, please stay there. But can you? This almost makes me reminds me of like the Drew Henson, Tom Brady rotation, and that yeah. was that never worked for them. You stay, you pick never. one and stick with them. I feel like he's losing his touch, guys. He's he's a little tone deaf. He doesn't seem to realize that this affects Mac Jones. It affects Bailey Zappi. He was getting booed off the field. I mean, that's embarrassing for your number one pick, who played really well last year and has had. Absolutely no chance to succeed with this terrible offensive coordinator and everything. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense why they did that. It was embarrassing for him to do that. Yeah, the the one thing I will say to defend Bill is Bill said it was health related. Like that's why they're playing both quarterbacks. Thank you for the call. It's health related. That I don't understand because I know he's not a doctor. So is he cleared? Not cleared? What are we doing here? Did a doctor say like you can only play him for half? Why does the doctor have an accent? It's Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. Hey, everybody. I'd get a second opinion, too, if I were Mac. <laughs> was it Dr. Leo Leos Pachemin from 30 Rock? I mean, what the hell? Like, what doctor would say, yeah, he can play. He can play the human car crash game. He can have 332-pound Mike Pinnell trying to bear down on him or Justin Jones ripping him in half. But he should only do it for 30 minutes. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. So uh, I don't. I choose not to believe it, really. I don't know what Bill is doing here. I think he is creating and magnifying a controversy. He, it started weeks ago when he would ref, the refusal to say Max, our quarterback, when healthy. He has not said that. He's laughed. He's chuckled. He's mocked. He's yep. done all kinds of things. He's gotten the PR guy to cut the press conference short, shorter than they usually do. Mm-hmm. Yep, last question. Last question. Got to get Bill out of here. Because he was so timely and has been here so long, or he was super late and just got here and made the poor rookie quarterback talk before him. Right? It, it, he like sent that, out, he sent like out Bailey Zappi and then Devin McCourty bore yeah. before him. And like, oh, all three phases, we weren't competitive. I thought you were the well, one why, voice Bill? in this team, Bill. Why? How come you make, can other people talk for you? The worst loss that we can remember in a long time, and you send Bailey effing fourth round Zappi out to talk first who didn't take who did not take according to every report that any of us hold to be true or would put any credence in didn't take the bulk or majority of first team snaps this week those went to mac i remember when the giardi tweet came out around five o'clock today like both of them are gonna play what are we doing well you know what we're doing hanging with you until 2 a.m tonight talking patriots and bears The Pats absolutely get their clocks clean and handed back to them on national TV by the Chicago Bears, 33-14, to and it really wasn't that close. The lines are jammed. Andrew, Phil, Christian, Jeff, Rick, Josh, do not go anywhere. We got all of you and everyone else who wants to chime in here on the Six Rings postgame show when we return on WEEI. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center 
Twitter anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus the hap hap happiest post-game radio show in town the six rings post-game show with your old pals fitzy and hart here on weei trying to sift through the wreckage and parse out what in the holy hades happened tonight at gillette stadium as the new england patriots eight and a half point favorites eight and a half eight and a half point favorites yeah i didn't i say eight and a half normally in my mind goes to a Fellini film. Instead, now eight and a half will now be the number upon which the New England Patriots not only were able to, or rather, I should say, were uh, the number that the Patriots were not only able to even come close to, but only missed by 19 points. They Actually, they whiffed covering by 28 points. That's fine. It no happens. big deal. It happens. Just a four-touchdown whiff on the old Coverino right there. Just Here's a positive spin on it. If this were college football, they would have paid the Bears a million dollars to come play them like those small teams. Like Appalachian like, State yes, versus Michigan years ago? They didn't pay the Bears to come play in Foxborough. Uh, the Chicago Bears. Imagine if Robert Kraft had paid the Bears. Just, just a ma- Well, I mean, at this point, though. <laughs> He'd th- throw his new Air Force Ones at somebody. Oh, my gosh. Burn all those tonight. P- uh, pack really those up. Nice. Pack those up with everything else that we've printed for tonight to celebrate Mac and Zap Night, or all your Zappy Fever shirts, and send them off to someone else who needs them. Because I wouldn't want anything associated. I just like tonight is one of those. Tonight's a bury the ball night. Can we? Can we? Can we be square about that? Like, yeah. If the and page, maybe some of the players like too. The, we may as well have just brought out <laughs> someone that looks like Refrigerator Perry or let like Justin Jones run one in tonight just for old time's sake. Like. That's about how lopsided this felt at times. So the Colts have Where's benched, Tony Eason when you need him? The Colts have benched a former MVP borderline Hall of Fame quarterback. To and they have six less pit. of a controversy than the Patriots do. <laughs> <laughs> the Patriots have two quarterbacks that are within their first year and a half in the NFL. What and a world. By the way, Mac Jones did go to the podium and speak postgame. We are recording the entirety of his words and then we'll share them with you here on the radio that's how frequency modulated radio works we'll give you those in just a couple minutes time we'll go right now back to the phone 617-779-7937 andrew is up in ipswich andrew welcome to the show early in the morning how you doing guys how are you doing well so yeah we're just heading back from the game i mean first off terrible all around i mean obviously the defense should be more focused than the quarterbacks because it was it was god awful but you know i I don't think anyone there wanted Mac to fail, right? We all wanted him to play well. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we, we just wanted to see glimpses at least, right? I mean, he has two drives where he goes three and out, really four and out because he has, you know, the offsetting penalties on, on both drives, so he's got another chance, and then throws a muffin of a ball that gets intercepted. You know, I mean, he, I know he was our Pro Bowl quarterback and everything, but he's still got to earn his keep. And, you know, what happens with the excuses when they run out for the playbook and, and the, you know, the teams we're facing now? You're facing the Bears. You should be able to do something with it. But Correct. we just want to see glimpses. And, you know, I don't think it's necessarily, you know, the, the fraud squad. It's, it's people just see what's going on right now. And he, he hasn't performed yet, and he, maybe he should have some more time, right? But, you know, Zappy, I, I just think the hate on Zappy, I don't know why that's where that's coming from because, you know, he didn't really fade. I thought 
you know, they, they had the, the ball for six minutes plus every time the Bears did in the second half. You know, I mean, well, what's he supposed to do with that? He had four balls batted, two of them intercepted, another one that should have been intercepted. He didn't make any plays. I mean, he made more plays than, than Mac. I mean, I'm not saying it's a good way to go about well, he it. He played three Bill quarters compared to three drives. Way. I mean, Mac never got a shot. He got yanked. I don't think there's a lot of, Andrew, I don't think there's a lot of uh, hating on, if you will, or people being hypercritical of Bailey Zappi at this point because, as Andy and I were going over earlier, we're not even sure he got a significant amount, if not bulk, of the first-team reps last week. Au contraire, I think we were told that Mac Jones got most of them, yep. and then all of a sudden the combination of the Patriots were going to play two quarterbacks tonight and or the game getting out of hand, as Bill Belichick told the media uh, during his uh, Rose and Bluebird parade just a little while ago, uh, that was the plan and that he decided to leave Zappy in. Not sacrificing him per se, but just kind of going with the guy I think he thought was healthy. I, Andrew, I don't even know. I've been watching this team my whole life. I'm a little confused. I think we're all a little confused. Well, it's a weird time right now, man. It is. I mean, you know, I, I agree. I think Max should have some more chances, you know. But like I said, I think the big thing is he still needs to earn his keep, right? I mean, one year gets us to the playoffs and we go out in the wild card, right? And then he's a pro bowler. I get it. But it's one season. He didn't win us three Super Bowls. He's still got to continue to earn his keep. And I don't want him to be, you know, he's injured and that's why he loses his position. But if he continues to not perform, you know, I – Give the you know Zappy's playing pretty well for a, for a kid that's had two games. Granted, hasn't had some great opponents. Let's right. see what happens. Well, we'll see the pl- toughest opponent maybe of the year so far. And thank you for the call, Andrew. Safe driving home. Uh, yeah, I, I, the like, only thing I would disagree the with the Jets Andrew. are now going to be the toughest opponent of the year. Honestly, like, can I borrow Wait, someone's what? umbrella in case it rains frogs when I go outside later on tonight? The Jets aren't that good. No, but they might be the toughest opponent to date. Uh. I don't know about that. I think defense the is good. Are the de- Andy, the defense is good. The defense is pretty good. Quinn their and offense Sauce. is not very good, and they lost their best offensive player. I know, but they just got a pretty decent replacement quickly. But he's not going to be ready. Like he's, he's going to play. He will play, but he's Christian McCaffrey. If he whoops your ass, notice. then you're worse than I think you are. If a guy shows up on on Tuesday and beats you, then you're worse than I think you are. But it, I mean, if if Andrew can't admit that Zappy didn't play all that great, he did not. Okay. Like, he didn't. You know what just popped into my head? Uh, let's see. A vision of a, like, a hot fudge brownie sundae. No, but I like where you're at. I love, do you like brownie sundaes? Uh, I like brownie sundaes. I prefer the skillet cookie sundae, but. Could truly be one of the hidden gems of Fat Guy were Earth. Little known fact, Paul Perillo and I used to share those at the Combine for years where the lady would bring two spoons and thus two fat guys. But like Lady and the there. Tramp, you guys <laughs> yes. would chase each other to the bottom of a skillet. <laughs> yep, the skillet nothing wrong with that, baby. Um, no, I just thought. No of... shame here. You don't see me judging. Devin McCourty. Remember what he was his rookie year? A cornerback. Pro Bowl cornerback. Mm-hmm. Remember what he was his second year? Uh, bad cornerback. Horrific cornerback who moved to safety. The bad part of this example, me comparing Mac Jones to him, Pro Bowl rookie quarterback, mm-hmm. would be <laughs> there's no really place for you to move to if you're a quarterback to play a different position like Devin McCourty did. Mm-hmm. If you stink at quarterback, you just get replaced by, I don't know, a fourth-round rookie like Bailey Zappi. Phil's in New Bedford. What's up, Phil? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. I'm glad you guys covered basically what I was going to say. Um, in the last couple of minutes, congressing the guys on the radio, I was in and out of it. I wish I could have watched it. I missed about maybe three or four minutes of the first quarter. But basically, the whole coaching staff, not just the first offense, defense, special teams, the coaching staff, the arrogance and the attitude that they had just kind of in the bag. Like, we got this. And then they added confusion 
not just controversy, you had a confusion to the offensive line, both quarterbacks, that, come on, come on, Bill, you want to play this chess game with everybody? You hurt your team more than anything. Yeah, Phil, it was uh, a curious and confusing night, I believe, uh, for one everybody. and many. Everybody. everybody. You know, a lot of the uh, beat reporters, a lot of the tweets that Thank are coming out of call. the locker room are uh, offensive players saying they did not know that two quarterbacks were going to be used. The quarterbacks Why knew, would you the deceive coaches them? Knew, Why would you not let them know? Because th- that's secrecy down there. It's all about secrecy for Bill Belichick. Oh, it's worked for two decades. quarterback probation. Like, I don't think that's great. I, I really don't. That that there's Because I think when you don't know and then something happens, you're like, you're reacting. Oh, did something bad happen? Is he getting yet? Like, there's uncertainty. I think if the whole team knows you're going to use two quarterbacks, there's more comfort when you're using two quarterbacks. So the fact that all the offensive players, apparently based on the beat reporters, weren't really aware that they were going to use two quarterbacks, I, I don't think that's a great uh, plan of attack. One more call, and then we'll hear from Mac Jones before break. Christian's up in New Hampshire. He wants to talk the newfound QB controversy. What's up, buddy? Fitzy and hot. How we doing tonight? Oh, and, a good, and a good morning to thee. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning. Just wanted to give you all a ring. Uh, did anyone see when Mac was coming off the field, he, like, rolled his eyes at Bill? Like, no. that was one of the most absurd things I've ever seen in my life. He just rolled his eyes at Bill. And Wait, he, he rolled his eyes at Bill? I'm sorry, Christian, just for contextual purposes, are you saying that when he came off the field after the interception or at the end of the game? Uh, after the interception. And they were going to break, and then Bailey was beginning to take some warm-up snaps. He rolled his eyes at Bill. I don't know if anyone caught that, but, like, it was on the ESPN broadcast. He just walked off the field and rolled his eyes at Bill. I'll be looking for that. I did not see it, but I'll be looking for it. And I did also hear tale, Christian, Andy, at all. I did hear tale of somebody seeing perhaps a colorful metaphor or a four-letter word being uttered by young McCorkle on the sidelines as well that uh, some, shall we say, uh, sharp-eyed lip readers may yeah, have may have caught as well. Mad. Thank you for the call. Like, this is a weird situation. I don't think anybody is benefiting from the the way this is being managed and handled by Bill Belichick, who's supposed to be the greatest, you know, managing of talent, putting guys in position to succeed, not fail, that whole thing. A, he, who's benefiting from this right now, the way this is being handled? He's the greatest coach of all time in NFL history, but at the same time, like... Paul Brown. This is so... <laughs> Are we going to do this now? Yeah, Paul Brown's better. I got, I got nothing but two hours to go kill here at but midnight. Like, but this is just so strange. Like, so, like the, we can. I think we can all agree on this. We can maybe disagree on who we think is the greatest coach and why. But I think we can all agree that whenever Bill steps outside of what our, we believe to be the perceived comfort zones or the predictability, if you will, like it gets weirder. Some like some of these. Yeah. Like I would have never thought two quarterbacks. Beat reporters saying offensive players said, yeah, no, we had no idea that was cut. Like, right. if he goes out there in three straight drives, it's 21 nothing. Mm-hmm. No one cares whether he does or doesn't play the rest of the game, right? Like, you're talking mm-hmm. about, oh, Mac looked good, Mac's healthy. The issue is he continues to turn the ball over. He continues to not play all that well. And in short spurts, Zappi continues to play better and add more of a spark to the offense, even though he, too, faded in this hideous, hideous loss. Yeah, but then a little bit of the bloom came off in the second yeah, half. and It's fine. 
The, yeah. the, zappy the reality fever, the is you don't have an star. obvious quarterback right now. That's part of the problem. Now, I've seen the different words. I can't wait to see what Channel 7 does. I know NBC Sports Boston is calling it QB chaos, and I'm happy to see whatever happens at uh, Channel 7 because they're mm-hmm. usually very creative with their alliterations down there. Um, but you have an issue here. Like yeah. they, Bill can yeah. say ignore the noise. Oh, I'll sign, I'll sign it. You're creating the noise. You're magnifying the noise. You're amplifying. Yeah, like it's it's unreal what is going on right now. And I don't, I don't, you know, I know he's gone through Testaverde, Kozar, that whole era, Brady Bledsoe, that whole era. Mm-hmm. He's gone through his his QB controversies and other issues that were sort of big stories. This is a big one right now, the way this is playing out and not playing out for the Patriots' favor. In my estimation, they do not have a quarterback controversy. I'll get to that on the they other side. They have a QB problem. Yeah, <laughs> perhaps that's the case. When we come back, we'll also hear from Patriots writer from WEEI.com, our pal Kyrie Thompson. Christian Fourier has deigned to uh, promise a call-in to the show later on as well. We're going to have everyone here at the old Pat's Pity Party. Bears 33, Patriots 14, 617-779-7937 is the telephone number here. You got Fitzy and Hart in the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How do you personally and other receivers and skilled players adjust when a change like that is made? Um, not even as a football player. I mean, it's tough as a man to see somebody who worked so hard kind of get that kind of treatment, but at the end of the day, you know... We all trying to feed our family, so we got to go out there and play whoever's going. Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers, who unfortunately was involved in a turnover tonight. We can't hardly call it a uh, a turnover that like tilted the tables or changed the balance of things. Like no. it didn't kill momentum. It's not like oh the Pats were going to score again after it was seventeen four. Like no, that was just a botched play. And as you pointed out, I thought rather uh, succinctly earlier in the program, maybe Bailey Zappi would have been better on the faux RPO and handoff to wide receiver Jacoby Myers if he had actually gotten more reps as the starter earlier this week. Yeah, because Bill Belichick told me 2001, you can't get two quarterbacks ready to play in an NFL game. You need to have a starting quarterback that you get ready. I wish you could have texted one of the reporters, one of the beat guys who was there, somebody who was in the room to say like, hey, I know for a fact I heard that from him. You know, like maybe you could have texted our friend who currently joins us from the Harbor One Hotline, WEEI.com's Kyrie Thompson. Did you know about that line, Kyrie, the fabled Belichick line, like you can't get two quarterbacks ready for a game, and here he is now telling us the plan was to always get two quarterbacks ready for this game? 
I actually think I heard that referenced in the pregame. I was listening to Mutt, and I feel like he, he mentioned that at some point. Something came across my mind. And I'll tell you this. I mean, you could talk about whether the quarterbacks were on board with this plan, what they knew, what they didn't know, but I'm stunned by going into the locker room and talking to some of these guys. They were blindsided by this. They were shocked when Mac Jones was taken out of the game. Ramondre Stevenson is just saying, like, I don't know, man. The several questions, I mean, I I feel like they have no idea what in the world just happened. So you're saying that the players were completely uninformed as to the coach and offensive coordinating brain trust plan to rotate the quarterbacks or give Mac a, a breather or a spell, if you will, to put in Bailey to ride a hot hand. They were ignorant to the coach's plans. That is my understanding of it. I mean, Jacoby Myers said he was surprised when Mac Jones was taken out. Michael Mwenu, I think, had the, the quotes that really had some of us just jaw agape almost, where he just said um, he had no idea that Bailey Zappi was even going to play. Yep. I mean, so he didn't say anything about um, you know practice reps or anything, but he didn't know that Bailey Zappi was going to play, and they had no notice that Bailey Zappi was going to come into the game. They just went into the huddle, and there was a new quarterback. So, we, and they just ro- they just roll with the punches, and yep, that that that's how it is. And, and that's because players are creatures of habit, and they've been playing this game as Mac Jones said since he was five years old. And coaches yell, first offense, come on the field." And a quarterback runs out with it, right? And then sometimes there's cases where the coach says, all right, Joe, you come in, take these reps with the ones at quarterback, right? Like, the, these guys are just beholden to reps. It's how mm-hmm. they know what's going on. They, they're they not told anything. It's not like the QB coach comes over to the lineman and tells Like, they just look at reps. So the reps tell you, these words tell you that the reps told them Mac Jones was the quarterback, which would fall in line with the reports we got from Florio and Ian Rappaport that Mac Jones took the bulk of the first team reps this week. And yet Bill is telling everybody who'll listen that the plan is to play multiple quarterbacks. Pr- production meeting, he's telling Troy Aikman, yeah, my intention is to play both quarterbacks. I-, I don't know what Bill is doing here, and I don't know if he has a quarterback controversy right now, but I'll tell you, Kyrie, I just changed the word. Well, he, has, he has a quarterback problem. He has a quarterback I, I problem. Mean, yes, and you know what? He, he created yep. a controversy. Because, yep. look, I – I think a lot of us were saying, look, okay, we can, we can talk about Bailey Zappi um, and how he's played and such, but this isn't really a quarterback controversy. Mac Jones is your starter when he's healthy. He comes, when he comes back, when he's ready, he's the starting quarterback. And they, they willingly created a controversy out of the quarterback position and, as you mentioned, now have an issue of, okay, great, Bailey Zappi came in and scored 14 straight points. Uh, you know, led, led the offense down the field and had the place jumping, and they didn't score again for the rest of the game. Yep. And Bailey Zappi what looked like a rookie again, and the offense was exposed when they weren't running the football slash couldn't run the football anymore because they were getting uh, you know behind in the score. And then it's just Bailey Zappi going back in shotgun, and he doesn't have the benefit of play action anymore. It's now you have to go and throw down. You have to throw while you're behind. And I think that we have just seen that Bailey Zappi cannot function that way. And, and perhaps Mac Jones can't, can't do it either. Right. I mean, so, so yes, you now have, you have a problem at quarterback. And if you had asked me 
which team was going to bungle the quarterback position first <laughs> out of these two, it would not have been the New England Patriots. I definitely would have had it being Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. But this, I, I, I cannot believe what I just saw. Now, that being said, the other uh, storyline, and I think should be the bigger storyline, is um, what happened to the defense? How come they couldn't uh, stop a not great Bears offense? Well, actually, Kyrie, well, I would like to point out, as yeah. I just retweeted moments ago, somebody by the name of at Rigdon 5 oh, him. tweeted out, Bill Belichick spent 1,000 words telling everyone this would happen and everyone mocked him. Now we go back to exactly. the seven-minute love letter to the Bears. No, no, I'm still going to mock him. This is inexcusable. This should not happen. The Bears could beat nope. the Patriots. The Bears should not dominate and control the Patriots the way they did. I don't really understand it. Nope. And you know what? I, I've told everybody that would listen that this could happen, that you could get into a game and the Bears would finally decide they were going to run Justin Fields. They were going to watch the Ravens tape with Lamar Jackson and say, oh, wow, they ran bash. They ran quarterback counter. They ran read option and they were busting big plays with Lamar Jackson. Let's finally do that with Justin Fields after we haven't done it all year. And then, of course, I mean, I thought they would contain the scrambles better. They gave up a, they gave up a third and 17. I mean, but but look, that's exactly what I told you, that if it came down to it, what was going to happen was this was going to come down to Justin Fields making plays when he shouldn't. I mean, according to the way that this is schemed up and, and the way that things have typically gone with first and second year quarterbacks against Bill Belichick and Justin Fields and this Bears offense not having weapons and, and all of that. It was going to be about Justin Fields going to pull a couple of plays out of his butt and the Bears are going to stay in this game. And not only did they stay in the game, but it kept happening over and over and over again. They did not learn from their mistakes in the Ravens game, even though they, they've, now, they've faced that kind of quarterback before. And so it makes me look at this and say, look, we, we've given a lot of credit to this Patriots coaching staff over the past couple of weeks when they beat up on the Lions and they beat up on the Cleveland Browns. The Bears – are not quite that bad, but they're also not good, okay? And they just got pantsed in front of the entire nation by Matt Eberflus and, and this Bears coaching staff, and, and I, I find it mind-boggling. I have only seen one other, Bear, uh, one other Patriots game that was this poorly coached, and it was the Week 3 loss to uh, the New Orleans Saints last year when I just thought everything is going wrong. You have Jake Bailey shanking punts. Trent Brown had Four penalties. I mean, mm. they couldn't do anything right, and I really do think it came down to preparation. Patriot, uh, Patriots writer Kyrie Thompson from WEEI.com joins us here on the Harbor One Hotline. Kyrie, did you get a chance to see or did you pass by Kyle Duggar? How was he doing after the game? I, I did not see him in the locker room at all. Um, I was spending a lot of time in, in, the, in the press room trying to get some – uh, you know, quotes from some of these guys. But, yeah, no, I didn't hear that about Kyle. I didn't hear anything about Kyle Duggar. And then on top of that, Adrian Phillips leaves the game. And so now arguably your two best safeties, two of your multidimensional safeties that are kind of the bedrock that this defense is built upon, had to leave this game. And that's a problem when you're going up against the Jets. And, look, I know they just lost two of their best offensive players for the rest of the season, and Zach Wilson is running around like a headless chicken right now out there. I have no idea what in the world he's doing. But this is, this is a really big game, and you, you really can't afford to be without them 
for any stretch of time because when they're not on the field and you have to play Miles Bryant extended snaps both at slot corner and at safety instead of being able to rely on your your big nickel you know, formation, your three safeties, they picked on Miles Bryant today with Equinemius St. Brown and like Dante Pettis. Yeah. I mean, this this is a, this is a problem. These are real words coming from you. A little bit from <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. This is this is now your your lack of elite talent is getting exposed when those guys aren't uh, when they're not in the game. Yeah, and that's what I think this is. And you can ill afford to lose guys that are versatile athletes because I think these struggles with guys like Lamar and Justin Fields, athletic quarterbacks, when the play breaks down it starts to become a little bit playground football, athlete versus athlete. And we had convinced ourselves that, oh, Jawan Bentley's good enough and Mac Wilson's good enough and Jelani Tavai is good enough and Miles Bryant is good enough. And I think the reality is they're not good enough. Scheme, coaching. No, I don't think so. And, and I mean, look, Marcus Jones had himself a nice game. Good job. Um, and, and, and Jack Jones had a, had a tackle for loss. He got burned on one point, but he got, uh, got covered up by Matthew Judon tipping the ball into Miles Bryant's hand for the interception. But again, yeah, I think when it comes to the linebackers in particular, they don't have enough of those just speedy, new age, sideline to sideline linebackers that might have helped you clean up some of the, the running issues that, that you had against Justin Fields and against Khalil Herbert when he was bouncing some runs and breaking tackles. And I go back to it because I, I mentioned this earlier in the year. I feel like the Patriots really could have used somebody like Devin Lloyd, who's exactly that kind mm. of, of young, fast, versatile, athletic linebacker. And what they decided to go with was, okay, yeah, let's see if Cameron McGrone can be that guy. And if not, okay, fine, we'll go with Jelani Tabai. And we'll go with Mac Wilson, who has spent a lot of time overrunning gaps and being out of position when he's in the game, especially against the run. And, again, linebacker has, has turned out to be the weakest position group on the team, and it's not getting any better, it's not getting any better when you're playing real opponents. No, as a matter of fact, Kyrie, the Patriots decided to elevate Jamie Collins from the practice squad today. 33 years old, fourth stint with the New England Patriots, though he's only been in the NFL for 10 years. That's how desperate they've gotten at the linebacker position. And I hate to say it, they were exposed there time and again tonight. No spies, no coverage, no extra pursuit. It was Matthew Judon with the energy and the pursuit and the hustle and the head in the game. And then it just kind of seemed maybe Marcus Jones and a little bit of everyone else at best. But it was a lackluster, blank, poor effort by the Patriots tonight. I'm sure you uh, will be detailing further how dejected and how weird it was in the locker room, the quarterback controversy that is to ensue. We'll look forward to reading it. You can follow him at Katie Thompson 5 Some great tweets coming out of the game tonight, as always. Kyrie, thanks for calling in, checking in with us. We'll read you. We'll talk to you. We'll see you. We'll feel you. Keep up the great work. Appreciate you. Thank you, Kyrie, you, Kyrie. Thompson, on the Harbor One hotline right now. Oh, boy, Andy. This week just got messy. It did. But you How about know, this? I blame the meat man making the mess. I don't blame the meat, but I'll blame the man. Yeah, Sounds like, like an meat. album. Uh, Devin McCourty, who we did not hear from, but he did speak at the podium following the game tonight, said that the Bears put forth more designed Justin Fields runs mm-hmm. than they had seen all year on tape. Ooh, hmm. a little little catching the Patriots off guard. A little surprise. Tackle him for the old. Pa- yeah, you know what? Tackle him. Like, I mean, How about just yes, like, he's athletic. Yes, he's fast. Yes, he's good. Tackle mm-hmm. him. Oh, so they kind of went with so crazy thing. Hey, they had a glorified buy, if you will, by playing Thursday night and then not having to play all the way till Monday night football. That actually is a nice piece of 
Nice mm-hmm. little piece of change, little break for the old uh, Chicago Bears football team. And you know what they did? They took a look at what the Patriots did well and didn't do well, dialed up something someone else did that was effective against them, mm. like all those Lamar Jackson runs, and then ran it down their throat tonight. It's called coaching. Yes. Funny how that works. I thought works, we huh? had a good one. I'm, I'm actually kind of, like, grossed out by all, like, well, not maybe grossed out by, like, but, like, I feel strange with all of these, like, yeah, we had no idea, like, Bailey Zappi saying, when did you find out you were going to uh, – Mac was starting. Same time you guys did. What, 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 how did anyone think that that would benefit one of your quarterbacks? This is the way Bill Belichick works. You people liked it. One more call before the break. Tom's been holding for a couple, three, two seconds here. Tom and Chicopee, what up, buddy? Hey, how are you? How are Listen you? up. This game, and I think you're missing it, there was no quarterback dilemma per se. The thing your radio people aren't even mentioning is mm-hmm. Belichick flat out lied. He lied. And I, I don't know if you remember the ESPN announcer when she said she had a chance to ask Belichick, you know, why was he planning on, uh, you know, using two quarterbacks. So that was the plan all along. No, it wasn't. I think it was an emotional, quick decision by Belichick. And he's lying. When you listen to those other the quarterbacks talk, they're just covering for him. He's he blew up his own team today. Personally, well, he may have. Now he did tell everybody before the game he was going to play both. It's a strong call, Tom. Thank you. He told Troy Aikman and Joe Buck and everybody else that he was going to play both. Adam Schefter tweeted it like he was putting the message out there: both quarterbacks are going to play. Carnage in the streets. Now I don't know why he felt the need to play both quarterbacks after only preparing seemingly one of them to be the starting quarterback. And This now joins the Mount Rushmore of curious Bill Belichick oh, decisions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fourth and two, Malcolm Butler, yep. the Zappy uh, Mac yep. game, 100%. Yeah, uh, running Steven Jackson into the 100%. line 100 times 100%. in the 2015 finale. Yep. Do- yep. It does, right? You're right. This is now on the I – I haven't really gone back and listed it, but this is weird. It wasn't as weird – it, it it was interesting and then really hit the weird spot when all the players were like, yeah, I didn't know he was going to play. That's what I'm saying. Like, the players I, not knowing anything, because it's one thing for Bill to have a plan, say something, blah, 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 but the reps are what tell you. Like, don't look at his words, look at his actions. Right. And the actions said Mac Jones is back to starting and playing. Mac Jones is getting all the reps like he's the starter. And then three series in, bad series, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. bad series. Mm-hmm. Three series in, you yank him and then don't play him again and then say, well, health was a factor. And then the, what do you say, situation, is that the word he used? Situation. Well, the situation, what situation? <laughs> the situation. Why are we laughing, Bill? Your team sucks and you got a quarterback problem. You shouldn't be laughing right now. Ugh, worst situation since Jersey Shore. When we come back, Christian Fourier, I, but, uh, but so was the game, and it deserved it. When we come back, Christian Fourier joins the show. More of your calls. We're here with you till 2. It's the Six Rings postgame show following a lopsided Patriots defeat at home to the Bears. Fitzy Hart, you, here on EEI. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Back to the Harbor One hotline we go. Joining us fresh off his other post-game responsibilities on the television box. He now makes his way back to his true love, the radio, the one, the only Christian <laughs> Farrier here on the Harbor One hotline. Farrier, what in the holy hell was that? Yeah, it was pretty interesting, wasn't it? Um, I didn't get to hear the first part of the show, but I heard the last caller calling Bill a liar, which I thought was interesting. He came in um, hot, huh? Here's here's what I say. Here, a couple of my takeaways, just jumping off, right, is Fields was an obvious issue. Fields was an obvious issue. I feel like that's an example of a team that watched a guy on film, underestimated his speed, his ability to escape, his uh, his instincts, you know, and just and that killed him. Like they were eight for eleven on third down, sixty one percent. That's and they were big ones too. They were like demoralizing ones where you. You know, you thought you could, like, you know, you know, get the ball back and have good field position. And next thing you know, you know, that big third down led to points eventually. That was that, – that to me was ultimately, like, the, the biggest issue with this game. Um, offensively, where do you guys want to start? Or where do you want to start? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, the quarterback situation I think is intriguing now. Uh, but I think the, the Zappy conversation is over. I think that experiment is over. Thank, thank you, Christian. That's exactly where I was hoping you would go with it or what I was hoping you would say. I believe there to be no controversy. No, it's at a this problem point. now. It's no it, longer yeah. a controversy. It's a, you just it's a have problem. to wonder if you have well, any quarterback. Let me ask you this, Christian. A, who would you have started? And B, would you have ever dared to pull Mac Jones or were you surprised that Bill Belichick did? Well, I mean, I give him credit, you know, for pulling him when he did because it seemed to be working because there's something going on with Mac. Okay, but let me go back to your original question. One, yes, I would have started him because I've been saying it all week. Mm-hmm. And even today when, we, when, uh, when we did a whole show on, like, both quarterbacks playing, I thought that was a terrible idea. And Mac, and I feel like it was confirmed because Matt said he was fine. He was good to go. And if you're healthy and if you're being cleared, then you're, then you're playing. And they didn't. I think that was a problem. But I think – Ultimately, I just feel like the big, big picture problem is that Mac is broken. Like, there's something, there's some wires crossed. His interceptions are real egregious. They're just not, they're just bad. There's terrible, they're like Zach Wilson interceptions. You're like, you're just dumb, you know? And, and I don't think he's, I don't think he's that type of quarterback. So I think, I don't know how they're going to fix it. I don't know what they're going to have to do. But the next time they have a situation like that, they're going to have to leave him in so he can work. He's going to have to work it out in real time, guys. You can't have him make a mistake, brutally just destroy his self-confidence, his, his, his self-worth, and then put Zappy in there, which I think is clearly a downgrade. Now you're starting to see it's a downgrade. He can't see over the line of scrimmage. He can't find the, the passing lanes. He gets the ball knocked down all the time. He threw a crappy interception also. So he's got major problems. So, I mean, Andy, maybe you're right. Like, you just got a quarterback problem in general. Maybe that's the lead. Do you have a coaching problem? Because I don't know what Bill is doing, and then you hear all these comments coming out of the locker room that none of the offensive players knew 
that multiple quarterbacks were going to play. They expected Mac to be the guy. We had all these reports that Mac got the bulk of the reps. Like, what exactly is Bill doing with this quarterback situation? I don't know. But I think he's screwing it up. <laughs> yes, I think he's screwing it up. Um, and I, I mean, listen, you've made a lot of great decisions in your life. This one, you're screwing up. Um, and I don't, I don't know. Like, it seems like even at the, you know, like one of the questions post game was, Hey, um, uh, you had said they made the, the you know, the announcement, uh, you know, at, at halftime that, you know, that, that both quarterbacks are going to play in, in the second half. And then sure enough, you know, they asked him, why didn't he play? He said he was going to play. He said, well, you know, the, the game got away. It was, kind of, it was turning into a blowout. We didn't think it was worth it. I'm like, oh, man, I mean, if you want to knock the rust off, let's knock the rust off in a meaningless game when you get blown out. Let them, let them figure it out. Let them get used to it. But, no, they decided to kind of, you know, I guess save them, you know, for, for Sunday against the Jets. I don't know. It's, it's, if we're confused, I can guarantee you the players are confused. Like, they, they don't get it. They're saying, those quarterbacks are saying all the right things. Yeah, Christian, you know, there were reports. There were sorry to step on your uh, toes there, but there were reports of players in the locker room coming out saying they had no idea that there yep. were going to be two quarterbacks. They had no idea who was going to start. They feel badly for Matt getting booed. Like that's why Andy said, and I think it's a proper assessment, and it pains me terribly to give him all this credit. Son of that and, Andy's right. Like this is a like Belichick may have created a problem tonight. Like you're just saying a minute ago, Christian that Mac is kind of broken right now. Like we have to like rebuild Mac Jones tonight could not have done anything except break him further, demoralize him or make what's already been. That kind is of a gar- every, Hey, I'm telling you everything I said that was going to happen. Like on our own show happened, like everything happened. Like, like he's getting booed. He's struggling and it's not all his fault. He makes a terrible mistake. And sure enough, Zappy goes in there and has, Two awesome drives, and you're like, well, that's it. He's done. But then he fizzles in the end, and you're like, well, hell, what was all the fuss about? You know? Um, no, I agree with you. Like, this is a – now, the only way this gets fixed is if Zappi – and if Bailey – sorry, oh my God, I can't get these stupid quarterbacks' names right. If freaking Matt goes out there and he just fights through it. Just, you got you to let mm-hmm. him fight through it. You know he's good. But I have so many other questions, like – like just the coaching staff, I don't know if they can even coach it out of them. Personally, I don't know. I don't. I don't think they can do it. I wouldn't bet on it. So, what's a bigger concern right now the the quarterback situation or the alarming inability to play defense against what was supposed to be a, an average at best offensive attack with Justin Fields? See, I don't know. This one's weird. You tell me. Really, I'm going to flip it on because last week they did an unbelievable job against the best running team in the NFL, and this week. They couldn't stop. They had 273 yards. I think this is an, an anomaly, personally, because of Fields. Yeah, I, I, I do think he, the rookie, the, the athletic quarterback is a thing they struggle with. And my theory on this is very simple. I don't think they have good enough athletes on the field. I think Jawan Bentley and Mac Wilson and Giovanni Tavai and these guys are like, they probably should be backups if that and they're key members of your second level of the defense. And when they have to play an athlete like Lamar or play an athlete like Justin Fields, yeah. they don't measure yeah. up. They can't do it. Yeah, I, t- I tell you, because it was last week against the Browns, it was more of a traditional yeah. downhill rushing attack, you know, and it was easy for them to just play football, get my lanes, I'll take my gap, our big boys won't fit up. But when you play an athletic quarterback like that, and that's why I think about, like, you know, you watch the film and you go, oh, okay, I'm ready for this. 
And then you get, you're actually on the field and you're like, holy crap, he's 10 times faster than I thought. <laughs> right, he's yeah. much more quicker than I thought. And so he got out of almost every single jam and he made some up. Listen, he had a career day. Let's, this, he had a career day. Then some of the throws that he was making, some of the catches that were made. I mean, everything was working out great for him. Like a couple of times, Judon had him and he just, just missed him. One big twenty-yard scramble, like they all two guys had him, and they and he got out of it. He was like a magician out there. Yep. So you chalk it up, you tip your cap to him, but still, it's just I love it when you get to like week seven, you just realize, holy crap, oh, a lot of self scouting right now. I don't, I, I don't know if any none of this is going to get fixed. Christian, I know you'll have the Patriots quarterback on the Ooh, which one? Floor. Yeah, that's the Who question. That? Yeah, who's it going to be tomorrow? Gilbert. What's his name? It's Garrett gonna be Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert. Well, I don't know. I mean, who, like, so both of them came up to the podium. So I'm yeah. thinking, here's my gut. My gut tells me it's it's Mac. Me too. Yeah. Um, my he, gut tells me it's Mac. He was also That's better good. at the podium. Like, Bailey Zappi was a little bit, like, Dear unnerved. Well, they got and, yeah, they, they got, got to him. him. He had that one answer where he's like, That's a bill. I mean, I mean, we're on to the Jets. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't yeah. know which cliche to say. I, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I do job. Okay, all right, Mr. Zappi. Yeah. That's he is we're, a broken man. Too. They yeah. got two broken quarterbacks. They broke two quarterbacks in one night. Nice, nice job, job, Bill. Oh, but you know what? What's funny? Like Mac, Mac uh, said that he's he just reiterates the fact that he's he's a he's a man of routine. He likes routine. He likes routine. <laughs> so that's why I think he'll be up there tomorrow. Yeah, it, that's his routine. Like, okay, after the game, let me go give you some cliches and some. You know, we got to do better about a thousand times. We're back to that again, by the way. We'll do better. We'll do better. Yeah. I can't I wait for that. They do need to be better. I 100%. They're in last place. They're 3-4, yeah. and four, and they played a horrific game today. They definitely need to be better. They just got whooped yeah. by the Bears, and now there's a chance they can take a licking from the Jets on Sunday. Oh, how the tables have turned. Oh, oh no, we quick. suck again. Uh, we su- <laughs> Christian Fourier from Merloni Fourier and Mego uh, calling in on the Harbor One hotline. Christian, go get some sleep. We'll listen to you tomorrow, buddy, right, well, or actually later yeah, today. Yeah. Thank you, pal. Yeah. You know what that was? That was practice for the uh, Christian Fourier fundraiser that's coming up when... Right, when we're on the air with him until 3 in the morning. 1 to 3 a.m.? Yes. See, this is perfect practice. I'm getting way too used to doing shows with you way into the night. You're looking a little droopy. I I told you I would be good from 11 to 1, and then you may have to carry the Uh, show from 1 to 2. When do I not? I mean, what? Uh, We are, I would like to remind you, we are also broadcasting from our Best Yet brand studio. That's the end of hour two. One more hour of post-game show. More calls, more analysis. We'll get into a little bit of a preview as to what's going to happen next Sunday. Make our predictions for who gets the start and how we can try to fix this mess. You got Fitzy, you got Hart. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show here on WEEI. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. 
Toyota, let's go places. I think it was Roquan Smith who said post-game, Andy, that at one point Gillette Stadium was so quiet towards tonight's finish that you could hear a rodent urinate. Yeah. And I'm That's not, not familiar with that phrase. I am not either. But pin drop? Yep, yeah, heard pin that. drop I've heard. A never, rat urinate? Yes. Like, That's a new that. one. Hopefully uh, he not had a lot to say. Used. Yeah, I bet he did because he had a hell of a game. It's a hell of a football Because I was reading some of the other stuff. Um, I honestly felt like we took over the entire game. If you think about the plays they got, they only had the one go ball, the oh crap play, and a busted play. Other than that, they really didn't do too much. I agree with him. Patriots really didn't do too much. Yeah. And defensively, same thing. Special teams, same thing. Mm-hmm. This is one where... I know sometimes people get a little annoyed with Belichick's. We got outplayed. We got outcoached in all three phases. I actually think that's a very apt description of the way this game played out. You got outcoached and outplayed in all three phases. Mm-hmm. The Bears did it to you, and the Bears are not a very good football team. That They're, that The question you are left with, Yep. and you said it earlier, is this like a throw-it-away-bury-the-ball aberration game? Yep. Or is this an indication at three and four, we're now seven games into the season, you're looking up at 500. You're looking up at three teams in your division. You are now firmly entrenched in last place in the AFC East. Are you who your record says you are? Remember last year it was, we're not a 2-4 and four football team. We're better than a 2-4 and four football team. Well, you're in the midst of the opportunistic stretch of the schedule, and you dropped the ball and laid an effing egg against the Bears tonight. I just, you know, we, we talked about it all. 9-8, 8-9, oh, eight, eight what mm-hmm. kind of team are they? Yeah. Maybe they're that. We'll see. Oh, and we also talked about how, if anything else, maybe this season the key priority or the focal point <laughs> should to be. to break the quarterback. Yeah, let's develop the quarterback. Or, hey, before tonight's game, people were saying, hey, we've got two good quarterbacks. Now you've got two broken, demoralized quarterbacks, both in need of mental and or physical reparation, with Christian Fourier saying that he thinks Mac is completely frayed right now. He I is. did see a nice little picture of... Um, my pal Pat Lane at plain underscore Pats. Uh, Mac jogged off the field, caught up to Zappy after the game, put his arm around him, and gave him some words of encouragement on the way off the field. You know field. what he said? Hey, our coaches are real a-holes. Yeah, huh? hey, boy. <laughs> I had no idea I was starting either. You want to go to friendlies? Is there a friendlies Who around here? Who do you here? hate more, Bill or Patricia? No, I don't know. Who hey, do you hate more? You ever had a, a fribble? Did you go for a nice fudgy the whale right now? Did you hear that audio of Bill talking about Mac? I must break you. Honest to God. Matt's in Rhode Island. He says he's actually not too worried about the team. Matt, talk us off that ledge. Cheer us up. Matt. Matt. Matt, you there. Matt, did you fall fall asleep? There he is. Me, 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 me. Hey, how's it going? How are you? Hey, listen. So I'm just going to blame this a little bit on Bill. I think you start Bailey today, no matter what. And then you, whatever he does, he wins, he loses, whatever. And then New Jersey. Next week, mm-hmm. Matt starts. There's no booze. There's no Bailey. Bailey. There's no, there's no chance. And then there's no quarterback controversy. So I think a lot of this is on Bill. I really do. Um, I, I, I don't agree with what he did. I think it should have been Bailey's game today and then Max next week. So. Or if you start Mac tonight, then you leave Mac in there so he can knock the rust off, get reconditioned and seasoned, and get ready because it's a long game yeah. with him as your obvious starter. Yeah. Either way, I just think this. I think for the first time in my life, <laughs> I can say this is on Bill. Like a lot of this is on Bill. 
and it sucks. But it's not over, though. There's a lot of season left. There's, their schedule's not very tough coming up. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I, I want to talk myself into that as well, Matt, and I appreciate the call. Thank you very much for hanging up, hanging out, hanging out with us in the late night. But you just lost to a 2-4 and four team that most people thought was so bad, or at least bad enough that they merited almost being a double-digit underdog in your house, and they won by double that. And and the not tough part of the schedule, is that the Bills twice? Is that the Bengals who just threw for 8 billion yards? Is that the Dolphins again? You're in the midst of the mm-hmm. soft part of the schedule. And this I agree with that. you're supposed to fatten up. Yeah, and you started to. We mm-hmm. thought you were trending toward that. And then, boy, did you get liposuction. Whew. Matt, uh, is it, uh, another Matt in Rhode Island? A lot of Matts. Oh, okay, another Matt in Rhode Island. Fair enough. Why not? What's up, Matt? This is this is the Matt. In Rhode oh, Island. this is oh, double dry hop, Matt. There he is. What's up, buddy? Listen, I I started the night drinking Seagrams in seven, and uh, now I'm just drinking Seagrams. So let me. Keep, <laughs> I thought you were going to say you started the night drinking Seagrams in seven. Now I'm just drinking paint thinner, bleach. <laughs> yeah, well, tomorrow should be fun. But anyway, listen. Um, I just wanted to say after Matt got pulled on the INT, which I was shocked because you know if he was going to get work tonight, that was the worst thing you could do. Is pull him right then. I, I didn't understand that. But when Bailey Zappi came out and they just came out in the press conference after he threw the touchdown, you know, Mac was the first guy up. So first I'd like to say, screw you, Ben, ben Volan. Um, anyway, um, I'm, I'm going to try to keep this on the rails, but all, all three phases of the game, I know this isn't like a glorious topic, but Jake Bailey, you, you, you suck this year. He's given up field position, and that was happening in the first two drives of the game, right? So anyway, my, the point of my call is, I think I think uh, Bill Belichick's going to lose his team for the first time in um, Patriots history. I, I think this is like totally underhanded nonsense what he's doing right now. You have a you have a second year quarterback and a, and a rookie quarterback. I think that it's really bad handling of them. I've been saying this from the get go. I think I think Matt Patricia and Joe Judge they've been they've been talked about as a hierarchy of the offensive side of the ball. I think they're nothing but underlings, and um, you know I just think. Um, the Bears came to play tonight, and the Patriots are kind of like, you know, they just got embarrassed on Monday Night Football. So, don't see this too often, but I'm more worried about the coaching staff than the players. Anyway. Uh, thanks, thanks for guys. hanging in thanks, with us, Matt. Matt and uh, have a nightcap for us, my man. Thanks. You appreciate it. I don't think it's Pats. crazy to say nope. Belichick could lose the team. If, if you have an entire teams, offensive maybe? locker room saying, yeah, we had no idea what's going on. And the guy that Christian just said is broken is a captain. He's a captain of the Forgot team. Forgot about that. To say he is broken, and you, you look at people like Jacoby Myers, very well respected. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Jacoby Myers, right? And he's saying as a Everybody man does. to see him treated like this. people have to try to defend him. Like, I don't – that's a that's it's plausible. Like that, this It's disrespectful. Team, it it's is. In, it's, I don't know if I'm going too far when I say, like, it's inhumane. Yeah, but, you're going too far. Okay. Um, it's kind of just jerky. Yes. Okay. It's a dink move. It's a dink move. I like dink. I prefer to use dink as often as possible. But you shouldn't say it that way because now somebody can just use oh, no, that no, sound no. You know what I meant. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know what Bill was thinking, and he'll never tell us. Now, you were right earlier, or maybe Christian was. Maybe it was Christian who said this, uh, Christian Foray, when he called in the last hour. The whole idea of he kind of admired it because Bill, like, made the right call. He brought the brought Bailey Zappi off the bench. He wasn't just kowtowing to like public favor. 
He thought legitimately that Mac was kind of ice cold. Bailey could come in, rekindle a little bit of that zappy fever, get a little zappy hour in there, and it worked. At that point, once you see they're kind of on to Bailey zappy, go back to Mac. Yeah, Why but not? at that point, like there was the a game, report. Bill says, see, I would it have never pulled Mac. If I would was, have never pulled him. No, no, I, w- I wouldn't have either. I would have just. I either would have never it. played him or never pulled him. Like, I don't That's know what, what I said the to you last half week. Stick in between him. is. The, Play Zappy one more game. This is what bad coaches do. Like, we would look at this far and be True. like, what the hell is that coach doing with X quarterback and X quarterback, except he's your GOAT. Are we saying that more often than not now? Oh, absolutely. We Are said we... it all offseason with the coaching staff. If they did this with the Jets, we'd say that's why you're the Jets. You hired a deep. Like, there's more of these mm-hmm. that you're like, eh. or even going back to a year ago when Robert Kraft was like, you know, we had to spend like teams we used to mock. We used to mock teams that had to spend like this. We used to mock teams that did dumb things with their coaching staff. We used to mock teams that you did dumb things with their quarterbacks. You're one of those teams now. Have to spend in free agency because you draft bad, scrambling to fill out a coaching staff, scrambling to find a quarterback. You know what that is? Recipe for losing. And you know what they are? Losers losing tonight. team. Right now they're losers. They're in they last are. place. They're three and four, and they got their butt whooped by a bad Bears team. You know who probably wants to dovetail right off of that and just keep the pain train rolling through the postgame show? Jake! What do you like best, boys? Bust for Bryce, hopeless for Hooker, or suck for Stroud? Either way you put it, we got to be sellers here at the deadline uh, next week. Uh, Listen, not why I called, obviously. First and foremost, the decision-making by Bill. And you've got to remember, Bill is a 70-year-old senior citizen now. And science states that, you know, the human brain gets smaller each decade you live past 40. So now do Bill's brain at 70. And then you have his two kids, Steve and Brian, combined IQ maybe about 17. Rushing four men again and again and playing zone against one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. What game plan was that? That is a game plan against the truly stupid, against the 30th ranked offense in the league. And you know, Mike, you know, Sean McVay, you know, these, you know, the guy in Miami, these are young coaches who live in Braves football, who pick football over family, who make it their life. Those are the guys that make adjustments. Those are the guys that geek out over this stuff. Steven Gerrard doesn't. And, and it's so bad that Mike Reese, who we all agree is the Patriots equivalent of Baghdad Bob, <laughs> tweeted that the Patriots look like a team that didn't practice the week leading up to the game. That was Mike Reese. That's how bad it was. Two other things happened to this team tonight. They have Stevie Boy in particular. One is his wife took over the wives of women of NFL Instagram account tonight, which is, you know, a place for wives to boast about how awesome their husbands are uh, while living off them. I find it ironic that the wife put in more effort on the makeup and the outfit than I think the husband put in on the game plan. And then you have the $10,000 birthday party they had yesterday, which further goes into why Mike Reese was right in the first place, because they had a $10,000 birthday party for Steve's two kids yesterday that looked like it was out of fantasy land. So maybe Reese is right. Maybe they didn't spend any time preparing for Justin Fields. Maybe that's why they ran that stupid zone and blitzed linebackers at nauseam and got their butt kicked again by Justin Leaping Fields. Disgraceful. Fire him. There you go. What was the hooker one? I liked the hooker one. Yeah, isn't that the receiver? No, hooker is the quarterback for uh, Tennessee. Oh, that's right. That's I like right. Stroud. 
Stroud for Ohio State. Yeah, but Ohio State quarterbacks up until tonight really haven't worked out in the NFL. Nor have Alabama quarterbacks. Mm, or Western so Kentucky. Kentucky? Kentucky. Hopeless for Hooker. Hopeless for Hooker. <laughs> Hopeless for Hooker. We're not there yet. No, we're not Remember, there yet. You do. Matter of fact, you know what? Pats by a million Sunday. Uh, I don't think I'd say Pats by a million anymore, even though they've done it recently. They've won games by, you know, the equivalent of a million. It is truly, it is just like. They lost by a million today. Oh, how humbling a single week, a game, a turning of the tables with between eight days can be in the NFL. You're the toast of the town. You're on top of the world. You're on every single website, television network, outlet, radio stations, just absolutely throwing word parades for you. With the Patriots and Bailey Zappi, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame tweets out Bailey Zappi, first quarterback to ever win his first two starts and have a quarterback rating over a hundred. And then a week later, Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears, led by Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery, absolutely stampede and steamroll you and make you look unprepared and junior varsity. You know what Mac Jones's uh, passer rating was tonight? You brought up passer rating. Negative five. No, sixteen point seven. <laughs> At one point, actually, through three quarters, he was the leading rusher for the team. Uh yeah, he was twenty-four yards. He finally got passed by against Stevenson. a bottom five rush defense. Yeah. What was wrong with the offensive line tonight? Uh they weren't good. A lot of penalties. Didn't Marcus play Cannon well. did not look like he was ready for prime time when he got the start in place of Isaiah Wynn tonight. So Cole Strange what we had, had his soul backfired. Cole Strange had a had easily his worst game as a pro. Uh, was there 17 or 19 penalties for Trent Brown tonight? Oh, there were a lot, and uh, you couldn't blame it on uh, Isaiah Wynn because he was inactive, wasn't even available. So He was inactive. Isaiah Wynn could also be traded. Uh, we had a caller earlier recommend they be sellers at the deadline. Uh, Since he scrubbed his Instagram of all Patriot so mentions, who you sell it? it looks like he's Isaiah obviously... Wynn, Jacoby Myers, would you trade him? Wouldn't trade him for a love blanket. Kendrick money. Bourne, also inactive. Oh, healthy scratch tonight? Uh, no, they both were on the injury oh, he board, had the so you can't call right. them healthy scratches. Oh, that's right, the turf But toe. they could be protected, so you could trade them. What a mess. <laughs> well, I mean, said. like, how, we literally go, we could literally, again, like, that's just the NFL now, let alone the way things are shaking out in this season. A big win tonight would have propelled the masses. Oh, yeah. The Foxborough faithful would be on fire. There'd be people celebrating in the streets like they just punched their ticket to the World Series. And instead now... I've got Mike Ditka pulling a Pedro Martinez going, hey, who's your daddy? Yeah, the team that lives in the 80s whooped you. First loss to the Bears this century. And that is going to leave a disgusting taste in my mouth well into tomorrow and probably for days to come until the Patriots beat the Jets on Sunday. 617 I'm trying to. You don't even believe your own crap. 617-779-7937 is the number. When we come back, Andy Hart's thumbs up, thumbs down. It's you. It's me. It's Hart. It's the producers. It's all of us. We're together. We're commiserating, not celebrating here on the Six Rings Post Game Show. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. 
If this next segment were a seesaw, one side would definitely be buried in the sand while the other suspended high, heavily, way up in the air. This is Andy Hart's thumbs up and thumbs down on the night for the Patriots-Bears game at Gillette. The reason why I put it that way, Andy, is because there's going to be a lot of people on the thumbs down list, and there might be, uh, if any, players on the thumbs up list tonight. Um, let's, you know what? Let's try to start with the thumbs up. Is there yeah. anyone? Well, Matthew Judon, uh, two and a half sacks, the batted ball that led to the interception for Miles Bryant. Um, Constant pursuit, energy, like high energy. Only one on defense who looked prepared or like juiced up for the yeah, com- completely. Um, other than that, I put Bailey Zappi because I got to give him credit. He scored 14 points. It was his 14 points. He made a couple plays. He was thrown into a tough situation down 10 nothing, Where he had no idea who the starting quarterback would be, let alone if he would actually see meaningful snaps tonight. Correct. Seemingly got less reps to prepare this week than he's gotten the last couple weeks when he was the starter for this team. Ooh. So he injected some life into the offense there for that short period in the first half. It didn't last long, and he faded as the game went on, but... There were plenty of Patriots who played 60 minutes and did really nothing positive throughout the whole game. So uh, that's all I got for thumbs up, and Zappi's probably even a stretch. He's, I mean, he's hanging on to one of Matthew Judon's red sleeves yeah. on that one. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And then uh, thumbs, the thumbs down. down. Uh, Trent Brown, certainly thumbs down. Four penalties. Two of them early on got wiped out. The third one, this is symbolic of the night. So third and five, he gets a five-yard penalty. They had a five-yard run on the play, so it would have been first down. So they mm-hmm. wouldn't have gone three and out, three and out. Oh, but you had a penalty. You don't get the first down. You do go three and out. So False start? Uh, yes, false start. Uh, he had a hold. He had a trip. He had another hold. He uh, played wheel of penalties. Yes, and he was picked. Well, he felt bad because Isaiah Wynn was out, so he, he somebody, somebody on pick the, up the penalty slack. <laughs> so he picked up the penalty slack. Great. Um, not good. Third down defense, the whole damn team. You couldn't get off the field when you needed to. That's all, y'all. At the end of the third quarter, the Bears were 10 for 15 on third down. Yes. I'm not sure if the Bears had converted 10 third downs previously all season. Right. Um, They just couldn't get uh, off the field. You know, Fourier talked about it. I do think there was probably some, hey, that Justin Fields guy, he's a... He's more athletic than he looked on film, or he's more athletic than I thought he would be in person because I, I thought he exposed them. And, you know, the the rushing, that not just the designed runs, but some of the um, makeshift, you know, ad-lib runs, picking up first downs. Even that play uh, for the, the, the screen where he kind of brought it down, threw its sidearm around, and got sandwiched between, mm-hmm. I think it was Wise and Judon, mm-hmm. uh, made that play. But third down defense, the rush defense, all y'all, once again, I know mm-hmm. Christian Barmore's not out there, but Lawrence Guy was back out there. It didn't matter. They couldn't stop uh, Justin Fields, 243 yards total, I believe, on the ground. Another 200 yards allowed rushing day for them. Um, anybody else you want to put on there? Jake Bailey. Yep. I didn't think Marcus Jones returned the ball very well. No, he looked um, good in the secondary, but his return game was tepid yeah, tonight at best. I, I thought everybody you want to list. Damian Harris, no show. Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson, again, like running like he had. Didn't look what, great. Where, where's put up the, some numbers, but where's not the elusive. Burst? No. I, did, I think he might have gotten a little worn down during, you know, like the last few weeks. You and I have talked about it. The uh-huh. three-week span, lots of carries that he wasn't used to um, from, A, his first year in the league, but also going back to Oklahoma. Like, he's been a part-time yep. guy. 
I think he might have gotten a little worn down over the last couple of weeks with all the uh, the carries. What do you had? 25? 26, 26 two weeks ago against two Detroit. Weeks ago? Yes. That's a lot of big boy carries in the National Football League. Might I make, a, might I make an addition? Everybody. Bill Belichick. I was going to say all the coaches. Everybody. All the coaches. I think the down list should be just about everybody. Cole other, Strange. Really should be everybody not, not named Judon. Everyone, literally, just Judon and we'll get we'll we'll get we'll dismiss Bailey from class, and we will give Matthew Judon. He gets the incomplete. Yep. Everyone else, you're about uh, Devonte Parker. No, he doesn't deserve to be on the down list. No, you're right. Yeah, there's a couple, a couple guys nice that were like traffic, but for the most part of the you know forty six guys, forty five guys, like forty of them, I put you on the down list, and mm-hmm. that, didn't even see Nick Folk do anything but try two extra points. Meanwhile, Sad. Cairo Santos out there looking like vintage Adam Vinatieri or imitating Nick Folk himself. To the West Coast we go. Pete is in Oakland. Nice to have somebody out there in Oaktown checking in with us. What's up, Pete? Hey, guys. Actually, it's San Francisco. Okay. Well, Bay Area, I should say. Very well. <laughs> there are rivalries here. So. Yeah, that's right. Uh, anyway, hey, I just wanted to, I was listening to you guys. Actually, I'm a Chicago native, but I wanted to listen to Boston and see how you guys were talking about the game. And uh, what I found interesting was the the conversation about the quarterback and, like, did the guy get enough reps and the team wasn't prepared for the second-string quarterback to come in. But I kind of think, it's like, that's almost a red herring argument because – doesn't every team always have to assume that there's a possibility that the second quarterback may come in and therefore they they have to prepare for those contingencies? So it's the, the question of the second string quarterback getting more reps, you know, during the game, it, it, it's, it's just moot because, you know, whoever the first string quarterback has to get the most reps. And then if you, if Belichick decides he's going to throw the second guy in there, that that's fine. Uh, yeah, it can happen Pete, at any the, time mm-hmm. it, in any game during the season. Yeah, but it it yeah. happened by choice in this game, and it happened that you threw out there a fourth-round rookie out of Western Kentucky. So if you're going to play him, you need to prepare him. Like, if you're just going to throw him out there, it makes no sense. If you're going to have an early hook with Mac, why is he getting the bulk of the reps? Like, none of the manipulation of the quarterback position made any sense over, like, the last four days. I guess my argument is just like that could happen at any point during a game. Right, and but it so, didn't happen. You cho- you made it happen. You chose to do it. It's not somebody going down. This was That's not- what happened in Green Bay. Right. Brian Hoyer went down with a concussion in the first quarter. They didn't want to play Bailey Zappi, but they had to play Bailey Zappi, and he acquitted himself well. This is not that situation. This is you decided to prepare Mac Jones to start so much so that every offensive player was stunned that any other quarterback was playing, mm-hmm. and yet three series into the game, six throws into the game, you said, Mac, you're out. We're putting Zappy back in, who didn't prepare all week for the Bears' defense. Really, one last quick question for you guys. Please. I personally think that you guys, the New England Patriots were the last type of dynasty in a modern era. I, I think it's it's going to be so hard moving forward, creating a dynasty. So with that said, like how far do you guys think you are from at least having a competitive team that can always get to the playoffs and possibly get to a Super Bowl? Cause I don't think you guys will, I don't think any team will ever get to what you guys had before. Correct. I mean, 
it, it just it's almost impossible with the way the NFL set up. So knowing that, like, okay, well, dynasties are kind of a bygone era. Like, what are we looking at? That's well, a good question, Pete. I appreciate you so much. Thanks uh, for the call. Uh, will we see a dynasty again? No. Did what? Ha- did uh, I what don't know happened? if you can say no. But a double dynastic run over twenty years, not a twenty-year Super dynasty. Bowl every other year. Hell uh, no. The original dynasty, which was three or four Super Bowls right. in like a certain span, I think Steelers you can see that four, again. Cowboys. I mean, three. hell, the Chiefs could have done it. They haven't mm-hmm. done it, but the Chiefs could have. If done they it. had just not told us they were going to do it, maybe right. they would have been able to do it. Step one. Right. Don't just be humble. Step one about Dynasty Club, don't talk of Dynasty Club. Yeah, we don't Club talk about Dynasty you're Club. Actually yeah. a Dynasty. Step two, don't talk about Dynasty yeah. Club. Refer to rule one. Um, but from a Patriots perspective, how far – well, they made the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. We can discount it because they got blown out immediately, mm-hmm. like the Steelers in a similar fashion. Sure did. But they made the playoffs. And do I think they're that far away? I don't know. I Who's, who's far away anymore aside from like a handful of teams because – there are a couple of top feeders, a few, if you want to say, elite teams. I'll just call them uh, very good to excellent teams. And then there is just a bunch of people that are scrapping for those couple of ropes to pull them out of the, the muck and mire and up to the competitive level of playoff or postseason contention. Like, they're, like Andy, the product this year stinks. Oh, yeah. Now, I know that in the league is probably like, this is great. Get all these teams down there now in the – you know, uh, down in the competitive mess, uh, you know, we've got all this great parody in the league. No, it's awful. The, like, the league is junky this year. Well, but that's a reason why I think the very simple answer from the Patriots mm-hmm. is what we've talked about all night. Is Mac Jones the guy? Because if you don't have a quarterback. You're going to find out if you pull him after three series. If you don't have a quarterback, then you're not a playoff, an annual playoff contender. You're not contending for anything else. You need to know who your quarterback is. He has to be at a certain level for you to be a contender on an annual basis. A year ago, Mm -hmm. everybody thought the Patriots had their quarterback, franchise quarterback, Mac Jones. He was a good rookie, took you to the playoffs. He's going to build year two, year three, where we going, contracts, Mm -hmm. all these things. Now, as Christian said, he's broken. What happened? Who broke him? And how do you fix him? Bill broke him. I don't know how you can fix him. I don't know if he's fixable. I don't know where he is right now mentally. Physically, he was cleared to play. Like, Mm -hmm. that was obvious. He was cleared to play physically. But mentally, the turnovers, the offense, the confidence in the staff, the coaching, the scheme, all of that turmoil, Mm -hmm. I don't know how that plays out. It's not uncommon for quarterbacks to have a little bit of a year two regression. Mm -hmm. Like you can have a little bit like, okay, it's the books out on you. Now you need to adjust to how the way they adjust the way they play you, but none look good right now. Like this is, this is far from ideal. Yeah. I don't see that's, that's the question. Yes. Still. I do. I think he's good enough to win a lot of football games. Yes. He's the guy you should have stuck with. I was looking forward to a year two progression. I was looking, not a leap. We'll say, but I was looking forward to Mac making advances in his game. Has that this ship year. sailed? Yes. Yeah. It yeah. feels now, like it. now At we best have to, you can get back we to, have like, to stabilize. Okay. We yeah. have to yeah, we Take have to course correct and stabilize. Yeah. I'm not sure Mac's the guy. I, well, I wasn't sure Mac was the guy necessarily coming in, and there's nothing I've seen that may and including the way Bill has handled it. I don't think Bill has handled him like the guy. 
He's handled him like he's the guy he's trying to break, he, I, not the guy I, he's trying I, to mold for the future. I honestly don't know what he's doing. This is crazy to sit here. We have been saying it for hours, and a lot of callers on tonight's postgame show have said the same thing. Nobody is quite sure what in the holy hell Bill was doing this past week, and it's only going to get magnified Oh, wait, this I week. do. Yeah? Uh, what was in the best interest of the football team. That's okay. what he was doing. That's what he would say. God help all of us. That's that's the answer. When we Whatever come back, he does is right. That's what you people have been telling me for years. When we come back, we'll give you the player of the do? game, which we'll just sort of make up because no one really deserves it. Justin we'll the, Fields. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm being oh, told it's supposed to be a oh, Patriot. Sorry. Thank you, producer. It has to be somebody on the Patriots. We are broadcasting to you once again from our Best Yet brand studio and brought to you by our friends at Zooty. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi, that's Z-U-D-Y dot com for your free trial. The rest of your calls, can Mac be fixed? Can you rebound from a game like this quickly enough when you're on the road competing against a surprisingly competitive division rival? A lot of questions. One final break. Let's do it together. Six rings here on EEI. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh, we will hardly be victorious. Ironic rejoin music, Justin. You got it. <laughs> Gotta get creative at some point. Oh. Just a couple more minutes as we wrap up here on what has been a spirited Six Rings postgame show. Thank you all for the participation, for tuning in, for allowing us into your aftergates, your homes, your fan caves, the ride back. What a sad ride. Oh, man. Misty. Like 52 degrees. Everyone just like rode the emotional wave of like, I'm excited for this game. Wow, this game sucks. Zappy fever. Wow, this game really sucks. Oh, my God. The team might be uh, in the toilet. Uh, and then, oh, now we got to be in traffic for two and a half hours to go home. Yeah. And I think, I, you know, like, been, and I live in Hanover and it's going to take me forever to get home. I think Great. We've, we've been more spirited than the Patriots defense was. We most certainly have been. I think so. it's a good job by both of us tonight. One final call, Andy, before we do player of the game. Uh, maybe take a look to see how in the world they could get ready for this Jets game. What you do with Mac and uh, uh, a couple other last little things here. we got Bobby. He's on his way home. Well, that's a long ride home from Gillette, Bobby. Are you back yet? No, I'm not back yet, but I appreciate you guys taking my call. Thanks you betcha. We're happy to keep you company. How, how much longer till you get home, pal? Oh, I'm looking at about 35 minutes, but I appreciate it. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. Welcome to the show, sir. I appreciate that. So I just got a couple thoughts on the controversy. I feel like when Mac's in there, we're in shotgun. We're throwing the ball deep, but the defense is sitting in cover three, cover four. But then we put Zappy in there. We're running a pro-style offense. We're under center. We're running the rock. We get the play action going. Why can't we run that offense when Mac's in the game? You can. They absolutely can. I don't really know where the evolution of the offense is going, regardless of the quarterback. Like what they dream of being, what they think they're good at, what you know, what they started the year with, and now how it's evolved to where they should go. I think those are big questions that Bill and Matt Patricia and everybody needs to answer. And Bobby, just before you get to your next point, 
one of the things I was hoping to see tonight out of these Patriots was the utilization of what had worked for Bailey Zappi and the team, the way they had sort of evolved the last couple of weeks, giving Mac the chance to succeed like that because I think that's the Patriots. The Patriots are best are built to best take advantage of and utilize a scheme like that, but obviously we saw otherwise. Please go on. That's, that's exactly my point. What we saw last year, they were running that offense under Josh McDaniels. They had him under center. They had him running play action, making things easy for him. And I think we're seeing that with Zappi. I don't know why we can't run that offense with Mac Jones opening up a little bit for him. But it seems like they're trying to make this huge jump, throw the ball downfield. And I don't know if he's ready for that right now. And then it's kind of unfair. We put Zappi in and we're running plays that he's got easy reads on. And then in the end of the game, when Zappi was forced to be a shotgun, I didn't see a ton out of him. Nope. We had a couple picks in there. I mm-hmm. didn't see a ton that convinced me that he should be the starter going forward. Absolutely. And the most concerning thing I thought was the batted balls and like the, his height and ability to, as you said, sort of get back there and sling it and try to lead a comeback uh, was very much in question. But that's, I think that's a bigger picture. How do we close the gap with the Bills? How do we become a, a mm-hmm. higher-end passing offense? Uh, we get a lot more better players. That's what I would say, and maybe a better quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Bobby, for a first-time call, that was an excellent one. Home safe, and thanks so very much. I appreciate you guys. Have a good night. You hey, too, Bobby. buddy. Yeah. They're, you know what? They need to go back and – I mean, there have the, been two very good drafts, or at least good drafts in a row. Tonight, all of a sudden now, boy, I'm not taking back what I've said about the fact that they've played all 10 rookies recently and several of them have made quality contributions – but it didn't look like a very impactful rookie class tonight. Well, you're going to have your lumps. If you play all those I know. rookies. I'm just saying like, it didn't. Like tonight again, they were Tonight they weren't. Another game they will be. Tonight they weren't. But that's another example of that's the way it works. Like a team that plays a lot. The Bears are playing a lot of young players. Mm-hmm. They're hoping to turn a corner and to evolve. Like, But that's a process. And the Patriots are in a similar process. Turning over the roster, filling your holes, getting high-end talent, finding playmakers. This is what happens, I guess, when you have a lot of rookies on the roster and you are trying to develop and turn a corner. You're going to be awesome one week in Cleveland, and you're going to absolutely suck from Situa to South Yarmouth the next week. Also, what happens when you have a young quarterback that you're trying to figure out? Justin Fields, year two, went four picks ahead of Mac, Or two quarterbacks. Or, well, who don't know if they're going to play or not. I'd much rather. Next week on the masked quarterback, Bill Belichick will wheel one of them out. <laughs> I'd much rather be the Bears with the guy I know I'm trying to develop. I don't know if he will develop. I don't know if Justin Fields will ever be an elite, consistent quarterback. But they know the guy they're trying to develop. I thought, I thought the Patriots knew their guy that they were trying to develop. Now I'm not so sure. And that's the biggest question right now is, what the hell is wrong with Mac Jones? What does Bill think of Mac Jones and... What the hell is going on? we got a big week of radio to dissect it. You'll hear from Bill Belichick tomorrow on the Greg Hill Show. Probably Mac Jones, we guess, on MFM and so much more. Maybe they'll have both quarterbacks on. They plan to use both. Oh, sure, why not? He'll rotate. They can ask a question of one, and then they'll pull him, and they'll bring in another quarterback. Mac will have a bad answer, and they're like, Zappy's up. We wrap on the Patriots Player of the Game. Patriots Player of the Game brought to you by Cars for Kids. The easy way to donate your car, donate today, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to Cars for Kids. That's carswithak.com. Or one eight seven seven cars for kids. Andy, Matt Judon, because I got nothing else. There we go. That's your post game show, everybody. For the producers, for the callers, for the listeners, for the fans. Final score: Bears thirty three, Patriots fourteen. Pats dropped to three and four in the season. Next Sunday, one o'clock, MetLife Stadium against the surging five and two New York Jets. Good job, Hart.
Good job, Fitzy. Good job, John Elway. I'd like to start this conversation by patting John Elway on the back. That's a football reference. It's late, folks. Shut up. Good night. Have a great one. We'll talk to you later. Hi, Bruins fans. Looking for more coverage of your favorite hockey team? Follow the Skate Pod hosted by Scott McLaughlin, Brian DeFelice, and me, Bridget Prue. Get your Bruins coverage from WEI's team of Bruins writers. We're the people who are at the games and talk to the players every week. For analysis of every Bruins game and exclusive interviews with the players, listen to the Skate Pod on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.